Not a single adult foot was harmed by a Lego in the recording of this podcast. From Rochester, New York, the home of pretty much everybody that's important to me at this time, this is FC3's Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky, and everything can be geeky if you love it enough. Starring Tanya Metris, starring Dan Carmen, starring Anne Liebig, starring Billy Dittori, and guest starring, that would be me, I am your host, my name is Chris. Hi guys, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm so glad that Dan's editing skills are like amazing as they are, because really... <laughs> it's okay. That's all, folks. <laughs> Okay, just happens, change my it name. It's been changed several times since it has been. It really, years, so. I know. Seriously, well, you know, a couple, two, three changes. Yeah, not recently. <laughs> not like the past twenty-two <laughs> years or twenty. What twenty-three years at least? Twenty-four. Yeah. So as long as it's nothing derogatory, it's okay. You can call me anything. No, I, you know, used to say that. Yeah, earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say that. I used to say, um, I've gone by great, uh, many a name. The greater majority are derogatory. Hmm. How? Know she, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You no. no, no. You started talking first. I was going to say, but she called it with the, me the bitch with all the love in her heart. <laughs> <laughs> all the love. All the love. And she's not wrong. Anyway. Um, no. How are my no friends today? cookies for you. No, lots of cookies <laughs> for me. I, I am I am sweet and innocent and lovable. Oh. Okay, <laughs> let me quick, Chris. Game master bipolarity. He's changed his mind. Bring your three point five Star Wars car rules if you have them. We're playing Star Wars today. Oh, okay, cool. You'll create characters when you get here or in advance. Core book only eighty six points. So okay, uh, someone needs to be a pilot, and Sean gets to get his military on. <laughs> I'll do the pilot. Uh... I got dibs on pilot. Where's that on Facebook? Yeah, it's in the, I just was on there and I'm like, oh, so Scott, who probably already thought about 20 different classes for Talos Lanta, yeah. now like, shit. <laughs> hey, D&D, &D, the toys that made us. That wasn't, that wasn't one of them. They're still making episodes. Oh, maybe they'll do a D&D &D one. And they have the movies that made us too, I just noticed. Yes. Yeah. I oh think God, that came first. Dirty Dancing. The first one's Dirty Dancing. Dirty oh, Dancing, sorry. Home Alone, <laughs> Ghostbusters, Diary. Maybe we'll so, have to do that one next. The maybe. Movies that the Ghostbusters one was a little eye-opening. It's very good, though. Oh, excuse me. Yes, I watch too much television. <laughs> and they got me. the holiday movies that made us. Boy, they got all kinds of one of these. Oh, the movies that made us started in 2019, where the toys made us started in 2017. Oh, mm -hmm. so And that's what we're talking first. about today. That's kind of cool that we actually, like, th this is the first time in a long time that we've talked about what we're actually going to discuss during the opening as early as we have. Usually it's like, we're babbling along. And oh, by the way, we're talking about this today. And then we jump in. That's <laughs> because we did all our babbling before the show today. Well, there's that. There, there is that. But um, you know, we were getting our updates and whatnot. Um, out of absolute swear words too. Here we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> out of absolute curiosity, has anybody listened to the new podcast that Dan and I did the other day? I did. I heard, I heard the intro. I haven't gotten. I haven't got. There was an intro. Before. I don't remember doing an intro. Well, it's like the intro. Hi, what are we doing? Type thing. That, that was yeah. your intro. Hi. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you were to hit start right about now, <laughs> it wasn't really I much of an intro. Just more of a start of a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. What, why? Why did you stop, Tiny? It was like, ooh, a bug. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, did you stop and or start then stop? I was at work. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I still haven't had a chance to. I've just been like super busy over the last couple days. Hi, Tyler. Um, that I. Uh, haven't had a chance to pick it back up so i'm gonna hopefully after between this and um star wars later today i'll have a chance to listen to it i truly enjoyed dan and chris save the world oh thank you billy i'm still afraid so it shouldn't be i mean it's not like we're too like completely mental or anything it's just stories of friendship and i I enjoyed that talking about us i think that's i think that's basically going to be it is dan and i talking about our opinions of the world in general um, while relating it to stuff that we've dealt with, because it's, it's amazing, you know, you know, the both of us, regardless of what we've been going through, we both feel fairly young. We look back and we're like, Oh my God, we're 50. Really? But you know, it, we still feel like, you know, we're, we're, you know, we've only been around for a little while, but we're looking back at the vast life experience we've actually collected and just marveling at it. It's like, wow, we really have stories. We've seen things, we've done things. We've, we've, um, you know, we've met people, we've, we've, uh, we've tried things, we've gone places. And it, so it's, it's interesting to kind of look back at the, it's, we're just as surprised by it as hopefully you will be. It's, 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 it. And it's only our first episode. So yeah. Yeah, we, gotta, we gotta, who knows I'm, where it's going to go. I've only we got a five star rating on Apple, Apple uh, podcast. Wow. We got a five star already. Yeah. That's it amazing. It wasn't even me and I would have given it to you. It, it, James. I don't know. Maybe. Hard but to I, say, but whoever did it, thank you. I That's like. Awesome. I've only known you guys a couple of years, and I like learning about your backstories mm-hmm. and your opinions, and learning more about you guys. I, I really, I honestly enjoyed it. So, coolness. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Off yeah. the rails. Oh <laughs> no! See, this, it's it's never going to be off the rails because the podcast is never it's meant never to be on, on them. Or, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the thing is it's, it's just never meant to be actually on the rails. Therefore we're fine. We're, now, I, we're, I, we're, we're, we're meant to be. I do have a question though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had to go to the website that you linked to, to listen to it. I forget transistor or whatever it was at mm-hmm. some point, will it be available? I have a podcast app called podcast addict mm-hmm. where it just like updates the newest episodes of my favorite podcasts. Will I be able to do that? With you should. I, I mean, I, I couldn't submit it to most of the podcast places until after we published our first episode. Yeah. So I did I did do that on Friday. So like, it just showed up on Apple, um, Apple Podcasts. So it should be showing up everywhere else. So this should be happening awesome. as we speak. So awesome. yeah, keep an eye out for it. Yep. Hmm. So I'll definitely listen later today. Very cool. Yeah. Hey, it's only like, it's what, 55 minutes is the first one, and it doesn't even yeah. have like a true opening or closing or breaks or anything like that. It's just the two of us, we start talking, and boom, we're off and running, and then we just keep talking until like, oh, look at the clock. <laughs> and let, yeah, let's yeah. save that for next time. Right? Yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. Good tease. Lots to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're good. How are you feeling, Dan? I'm feeling overall okay besides being very itchy around my surgery spot i'm very uh, i've been pretty good it's just like so mm-hmm. that's the healing sleep process today, so yeah it's a, if, if you feel it going then it's healing right mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's that's what you know, especially Anne was saying, hey, it means you're alive. Great. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to know I'm alive at two in the morning. I can I like to be dead asleep at that time. <laughs> Sleep is overrated. Yeah. Your new superhero named Captain Itchy. Captain Itch <laughs> Itch a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Itchy and scratchy. <laughs> I was oh, waiting geez. for that one. <laughs> I was uh, waiting. Yeah, but you know, predictability is fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. How about you, Anne? What up? Are you? Uh, is this becoming a regular thing? You're going to join us on a regular basis. You're always welcome, obviously. Mm, I don't know. Tanya and I are trying to save the world. No, I'm kidding. we're just yep. no. We're it's not comic chicks. Oh my god! Tanya and Anne wreck the world. <laughs> That's <pretty Hey>! nice. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to get a TikTok of Tanya and I chasing around Grogu's <laughs> all the different stories. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, just oh. put Riker in a Grogu mask and then it's just the two of you no. chasing around the store. Ours would be behind the scenes of comic chicks. What happens when they're not opening comics? Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. This week my husband says he's going to pull which boxes I can open because last week, two weeks ago, I picked the worst boxes to open. There were so many books. So we were going for like, I don't know, 35, 40 minutes and I still barely got through all of them. Mm-hmm. We opened over a hundred books that day, so we need to go like little slightly smaller, like because he's like, "There's some really good ones you're not getting at, but they're at the bottom now because I keep putting stuff on top." <laughs> so, well, that's his fault. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I'm off this week, so I can come over early on Wednesday and. Uh, well, you can come in. over anytime you want because um, um, I shouldn't tell you this. We have. Thousands of dollars of craft supplies that was donated to my Girl Scout troop or my Girl Scout service unit. And mm-hmm. um, there's got to be there's got to be at least 100 pounds of scrapbooking paper that my daughter is now sorting by colors. Oh, oh geez. And it's like this giant sorting nightmare over here. It's like all over everywhere. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, the blues have to be with the blues and the baby boy have to be with baby boy. And I'm like, are you kidding me? No, actually, I'm right there with her. <laughs> and she's got like this sorter thing out with file folders in it. And she puts the folders and like, oh, man. We're teaching her right. I love yeah. her. So come on over and sort away. There's so much stuff to sort. I mean, I'm, I'm ever so grateful because supplies for Girl Scouts are so expensive. But, oh. What if we come over and secretly unsort it? Yes. <laughs> Like, I wanted to shuffle stuff last night just to see if she'd notice, yeah. but she noticed when I moved one sheet on top. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How are the kitties, Billy? Uh, Dora's not feeling well again, so oh, no. we'll, we'll probably have to take her to the vet tomorrow. Uh-oh. Um, she, it's funny, because she had been feeling very good the past like week and a half, and no, she had gotten an antibiotic shot of some sort. And that seemed to help, but that may have worn off. And now we're not sure why she doesn't feel well again. So her teeth are okay and everything. Yeah, she seems to be. I, we don't know. I mean, literally Thursday, she felt, she seemed like really normal. And then yesterday she was not feeling good again. So, or Friday, not feeling good again. And, and, uh, Saturday or I, yeah, within the last couple of days. So. So we'll see what's going on with her and how we can get her back to normal again and stay that way. Mm. So, we hmm. have a senior kitty and he has bad teeth, but you can't 
we can't get his teeth fixed because he has a heart condition. Uh, uh-huh. so Dora he, had a couple pulled a bunch of years ago, but so he has to be on antibiotics every yeah. three months for a week. Huh. You ever tried to give a pill to a cat and not lose oh, a finger? Oh, it sucks. And Dora's <laughs> a grump too, so. Uh, he has to have a pill every single day. We crush it into his food. <laughs> uh huh. That's what we do. With Dora's been on prednisone for a while now for other stuff, and that's what we do. Um, but hopefully she's okay or will no, be okay. I hope so. We'll cross our fingers for her. Thank man. you. Maybe Dora needs a heated blanket. <laughs> she can have any of us she wants. She's got blankets. She's got people. <laughs> she's got little cave houses things. Did you see the little <laughs> houses that Aldi had? No. Aldi has a house for every season for the cats. So that for Christmas, they had gingerbread houses. For, oh. um, we got one for the cats for for Valentine's Day. It looks like a little bakery. <laughs> it's so cute. The cats all play in it. And we've gone down the cat rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, Chris, I think that's rabbit the um, gotcha. house that uh, Juliana got for Molly. Was the one, I think, from Aldi's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that did not survive very long. Yeah, kittens are t- tend to be a lot rougher on things. <laughs> oh, it was not the kitten's fault. Oh. Judah. There's a puppy in the house, too. Yep. Um. And she decided to play with it because she thought it was really cool. And uh, <laughs> the rest is, uh, as we would say, is history at this point. <laughs> we had four cats all trying to fit into that one little house. Oh, boy. See, now that'd be an issue. That definitely would be an issue. No, I only said that because Anne sent me a, a picture the other morning about uh, the cats have taken her uh, heated blanket that I gave her. Yes, they, they learned <laughs> I saw how those to pictures. Turn they learned how to step on it and turn it on. That's a, that's a uh, fire hazard waiting to happen. Yeah, I have to unplug it when I go to bed at night. One question: Will vets open? Vets offices be open on President's Day? They should they be, should. right? They should, they should be. be. It's like yeah, you know, yeah. basically a medical office, so yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't be. Just wanted to make sure, or mm-hmm. not, not that you guys would know any more than me. That's kind of what I thought too, but mm-hmm. I would call first, though. Yeah. Oh, we will. Yeah, we'll make an appointment and call and let them know what's going on. So, Poor little <clears> excuse me. Bless you. Do you need more cats? We can send some extras for no, support. No, we got six. And, and, and one of them hates cats. So he has his own room. And then oh every God. once in a while we have to like put all the other cats in the different rooms so he can run around and get some exercise. And oh, But the three-legged and he will fight. He's like the fastest, meanest fighter. But people he loves. Like Is that pie? Pie, yeah. He loves people. He wants to do nothing but cuddle and purr and be your friend. But another cat will send him and make him insane. Weird. Hmm. And he, That's... Him, him and Oliver accidentally got into it once and it was scary. Oh, wow. So. Oh, wow. We only okay. have one bad cat here. Hmm. And it's Wade's cat, Cookie. Hmm. She only likes one other cat in the house. I mean, she won't go purposely attack them, but if they walk past her when she's looking sideways at them, she'll smack them. But she absolutely loves ravioli. And it's the weirdest thing because they, they like cuddle. I'm rather fond of ravioli too. I'm torn between bolognese and marinara, but you know, it's, it's a good sauce to go with. Oh, you met the cat. I met my little cat, my big cat. He's not little. (laughs) He's, He's not a little cat. (laughs) 
He's fluffy. Yeah, I'm fat. I'm fluffy. He's fluffy. Well, yeah, he's like he is pretty big. But oh, I, I saw online yesterday somebody was selling full, full bred Maine Coon cats. Oh wow! And the dad was forty five pounds, and the mom. No, sorry, 35 pounds, and the mom was like 28 pounds. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I need another one. <laughs> Could you imagine? That is a big cat. Well, we already have ravioli. He, he's, he is a Maine Coon. So. Is he? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. figured. But they're a lot of work to take care of. I mean, you have to brush them all the time. Mm-hmm. Or have Cookie groom him every day. Take your pick. My son is currently on a 24-hour stream marathon with his gang on Twitch. Oh, oh boy. Wow. Yeah. Up? And Oh, yeah. Of course he is. He's is like, he Dad, you want to do dinner after I get out? And when I get done at 5? And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to be alive. Are you kidding me? <laughs> is he getting up and walking every hour? Okay, that's the mom. Yeah. No, they're they're cycling. There's like five or six of them that are a team. And, and they're, they're making – well, a couple of them are on at all times. So, but uh, a couple of they're taking shifts and whatnot, so that the they don't get too. What are they playing? Um, everything at the moment. They were playing. Um, I don't know what game they're on right now. I'm watching it, and I have no idea what this game is. But they've been doing Call of Duty. They've been they were doing Minecraft for a little while. Um, they're uh, doing Terraria. I think is it, mm-hmm. is the name of the one particular game they were playing. Uh, they're going to try Fortnite later, but none of them actually like Fortnite. But people are asking to play Fortnite, so they're going to try Fortnite. So that's it's it's funny to watch, and I'm been I have it on my my um side monitor, so I'm keeping an eye on it little by little. And I'm watching the chat. At one point, at around um, eleven o'clock last night, this one guy jumped in and started getting a little little antsy. Now they were they were like, okay, yeah, whatever. They're blowing him off, and they were you know making fun of him for for being mean and then i just jumped on the guy and they tore him apart and, and ian's like oh my dad's here <laughs> <laughs> look at that <laughs> so, <laughs> it was funny it's cute anyway so that's going on hey what are we talking about today we we mentioned it a moment ago the toys of that course, made us true to form we are almost 20 minutes in and haven't gotten around to actually doing anything of of of, of merit but you know except for you know Hey, how you doing? Kind of stuff. Um, so the toys that made us—it's a Netflix series. It's three seasons. How many episodes a season? It's like only like four. It's four. four, four. Yeah, I was going to say there's like twelve episodes total, and it's really kind of cool for those of us of of we'll say middle years, um, where we get to see the foundations of the things that we used to really enjoy as kids, and they helped kind of focus our creativity. Um, and we all watched different episodes. So I thought that was kind of a nice, nice little tidbit, Dana. So we all have we'll have a different perspective on the same show. So it'll be kind of neat because it's formulaic, right? It talks a little, it, it brings up the company that's behind the toy in particular, history, you know, how it, you know, what moves through, stuff like that. And we'll talk a little bit more about it after the break. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, we picked some obvious ones and uh, and we'll, we'll chat about that in a little bit. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will be discussing the toys that made us the Netflix series. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dudes and dudettes. Um, so yeah, like we said just before the break, we're, it's it's a show that came out. The first season was out in 2017, season two in 2018, season three 
in 2019. Three seasons, The Toys That Made Us. It's an American documentary uh, streaming on the Netflix system. Uh, four episodes per season, and it began on December 22nd of 2017. Uh, let's see what we got here. The eight-episode documentary series, as it was originally touted, uh, focuses on the history of important toy lines. The first four episodes focus on Star Wars, He-Man, Barbie, and uh, Wade's favorite, G.I. Joe, um, with subsequent episodes featuring Lego, Transformers, Hello Kitty, and Star Trek. Um, in July of uh, 2018, it's when they announced at the San Diego Comic-Con that the show had been picked up for the third season, and that included Power Rangers, Professional Wrestling, my Little Pony and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. A half shell. Yes, Turtle Power. Turtle Have to do the whole thing. And it was released on Netflix in 2019, uh, back in, no in November. Uh, so let's see. Basically, as Netflix or as Wikipedia will say, they, they were released spinoff series, The Movies That Made Us, which is something we will definitely be talking about because we were chatting about that before. We started recording today the movies that made us, and so I think that would actually have kind of a kind of an equal place in our hearts as toys have done. So yes, the toys that made us on Netflix, twelve episodes, easy to binge, and we're going to chat about it for a little while today. Um, who's the one who brought this one to our attention in the first place? Anne, right? I think it was Anne who mentioned it. I think Billy did too. I think we both did. Yeah, we. Right. You saw all of them. I I watched the start the Star Trek episode caught my attention a few months ago and I really enjoyed it, but I actually didn't watch another one till yesterday to prep for today. Mm -hmm. So, but it's God, it's a, it really is a fun show. I, I enjoyed it. I've only watched the one episode so far and I'll talk a little bit more about which mm -hmm. episode I picked in a bit, but, um, but Billy, you, you watched the professional wrestling toys. Yeah. The wrestling toys. Uh, and it's funny because I've never been like an action figure guy. No one that, like wrestle with the toys or whatever, but looking at all the ones available now made me want to go get some just for display. Mm -hmm. Like throughout, and the, the, the show is really fun because just like professional wrestling to get the rights to the different organizations, there were different companies backstabbing each other, yep. um, it, turning on each other, different, like organizations playing, you know, pretending to be nice and then going the other way. It it really did resemble a wrestling match mm -hmm. and, and the acquisition of the rights for WWF and then WCW eventually ECW. And one had to go with a lower brand uh, wrestling league, the AWA, because they, got shut out of the other ones and just and there was one guy who he, he was like a running uh thread throughout the show uh -huh. uh, he was a salesperson for one of the companies who referred to himself as jewish lightning <laughs> <laughs> and he was just a big wrestling fan who wanted to be involved in wrestling in some way and eventually through the toy line and then making friends with the different wrestlers got his wish. And it, it's the, I'm, I'm sure you guys have a similar experience where the editing and the, it's, the narration is also very funny. The way they put the show together, oh, yeah. I thought was very funny, but it, besides not being an action figure guy, the one thing I did have and 
this was an adult, as an adult, they had a series of uh, big plushy pillows called wrestling buddies mm-hmm. and they, and they were pillows, but shaped like there's like five or six different wrestlers. You could get them. And then my, tw- at least in my twenties, I had a couple of them just because I thought they were cool. And I had them like in my, in my room, like on display. And it, so now I want nothing more than my million dollar man, Ted DiBiase wrestling buddy back. <laughs> <laughs> So the, 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 the documentary about the toys was structured very much like how the plot lines ebb and flow in the, in the actual World Wrestling Federation or the exactly. World Wrestling Entertainment. Yes, it really did. The, the, there was the one company who had bid on uh, getting rights to the WWE likenesses. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I... There was just a bunch of like backstabs and double turns or double backstab, whatever. Yeah, you know, double crosses. <laughs> exactly. Things like double that, crosses, yeah. exactly. And over the course of I don't know, 20 years, there had to be five or six companies involved because people kept just going behind each other's backs. And it, it really did resembling resemble wrestling. Mm-hmm. But Jewish Lightning was my favorite. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Did anybody else notice that then? Because as soon as Billy mentioned that, it, it caused a thought in my head. Because um, I watched the Lego episode, naturally. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was interesting and in how it was... You know, I didn't really realize it until he said something about how his episode was structured like the... Um, the the wrestling federation kind of happens like the wrestling professional wrestling TV shows how they ebb and flow and you got you know different turns and double crosses and whatnot. But the more I thought about it, the, the Lego episode was very structured. There was a foundation to it. There was they built on it. They tore some stuff down and they rebuilt it. And they, so it almost hmm. I'm almost getting the vibe that the people who created the show did so they they crafted the episode to be like the toy they were talking about. Does, cause anybody, can anybody feed into that or am I reading yeah, too I mean, much into I, it? I, I watched the star Wars episode and that was, I mean, no one before star Wars came out, no one knew what it was. No one wanted it uh-huh. and when they went to, to try to get the, someone to make the toys, nobody wanted to make the toys for it. Mm-hmm. So in the, but then, you know, they finally found somebody who was, who did it. And yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of mirrors it, you know, Okay. I watched the Barbie episode. And um, the Barbie episode was structured based on how Barbie changed with the um, times. She's evolved with fashion, as it were. Fashion or what was happening. um, Women's rights. Women's Mm -hmm. rights. um, Barbie could be an astronaut. um, And then, like, in the 1960s, that's when um, Malibu Barbie came out. Or, Or was that the 70s? Something like that. So, like, whatever was around that particular time frame mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. kind of adjusted the barbie to do it. it's like um the 60s the barbies um that was the big time where like the twist and everything was happening so the actual barbie dolls um uh waist and hip moved um and you could actually twist it back and forth instead of um it being like a solid doll mm-hmm. um, in the Barbie one, that what what got me was was because when Jem was around in the nineties, ooh, yeah, <laughs> uh, right before the Jem toy line came out, Barbie came out with Barbie and the Rock Stars, 
and totally undercut everything that was happening with Jem. Right, because they caught caught wind of Jem and the holograms. They caught yep. wind of it, and then they they raced to get that one out before Jem. So, huh. so it's like kind of uh, cutting people off in order to uh, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's kind of what like the Mattel brand did, even when they did the the, the GI Joe episode, was a lot about how things changed with how boys played with toys. And mm-hmm. how G.I. Joe changed as boys matured and stuff. You know, it, it had the same structure. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to say that Star Trek was probably um, a little bit harder. They did. Well, Star Trek had so many toy makers in the beginning. Like they, they sold the rights to anybody who wanted to make it because they wanted toys. Mm-hmm. But none of them were actually based on the show. They would just stick a sticker on a current toy that's out there and change a label. And that was Star Trek. Yeah. I, I I remember from that episode, didn't they have like figures of characters that didn't even exist? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Or they would take figures that already existed, switch body parts around and say, it's Star Trek. They, They did that with that. They mentioned that in Star Wars too, that they did that, especially when they needed to get some stuff out fast. Yeah. They took existing toys and they just changed them slightly or, or packaged them differently. And suddenly it's a Star Wars toy. Well, in Star oh. Trek, they actually took like some of the Planet of the Apes toys and mm-hmm. just put a different, uh, put a lizard head on the ape body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of gets that- in, almost gets into what they, you've seen now. I don't know if you've seen it around, but how Disney kind of reused the same footage in different cartoons. Yeah. You know, you see the exact same movements, just different characters type of thing for some of the the animations there. But, you know, you got to, I mean, you just got to do what you got to do, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, but there, and, you know, in the Lego episode kind of talks about it a little bit where they had this, you know, the the system is the the religion, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that built up from the original, uh, you know, creator and owner of the Lego company, you know, everything was this system, the 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 way that the bricks fit together, the patents, you know, the plastic, the engineering, so that a brick that was made in 1950s can can work with a set that was built in 2020. So I, I, I tried it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, but then when things were fluctuating and they were having issues, they were scrambling and they were just throwing, they were throwing things at the wall and hoping something would stick. And they were having this rough patch from like, the late nineties, all the way up through the early two thousands, almost to about 2008, 2009, the company went under, went almost went under on two or three different occasions. Um, so it's, it's, it was just trying so hard just just to see what would happen without really remembering. And they saved themselves by going back to the basics, rebuild from the foundation up, you know, and, and which is interesting for a building toy. It's a great analogy. <laughs> um, you know, but you, you were talking about, you know, oh, we'll just take this and put another different head on it, you know, or take this and, you know, slap a sticker on it. They were doing stuff like that. And, and so it was interesting for me that the show, the doc, the documentary, these people who create the toys that made us, they're not afraid to peel back the layers and say, this is where they messed up. Mm-hmm. This is how this, this is where mm-hmm. it went wrong. And this is what they thought about it. You know, this is what was really happening. So I thought that was kind of a cool touch that, you know, you really got to see everything right down to the blemishes now i felt felt more objective versus you know just this is this is what happened not we're not putting our our opinion on it this is just what happened to it Mm -hmm. so i made it i enjoyed it because of that when i was a little kid legos came in like a bucket or a box or whatever but they didn't have 
I, I don't remember them having a specific, like Dan, you have your newest one is that big Lego, uh, big Harry, 6, po- 000, yeah, 6, Harry Potter castle. castle. Did they yep. have that type of stuff when they, they did, we were but kids, I, think it, I think it was more, more of a balance. There were some, I, mean, I remember getting the early space sets, for example, and you know, they mm-hmm. definitely were not as involved as they are today and everything, but those were a big deal, but there were a lot more just, sets of legos just, mm-hmm. just just random pieces and you know and you you can you know they show examples of things you can build on the, you know the bucket whatever but those are very few because i remember shopping for some of those like for the kids and there was there wasn't a lot of just blocks huh well they always wanted to push you create your own thing this the whole thing was about imagination like right. you know it was funny because Tanya and I were talking about it with Riker. Riker has become the Lego addict of this generation. And he he builds the sets and then plays with them, but he leaves them. Basically, he built his model and he's left it alone. Mm -hmm. And when I kind of tasked him with the idea of, well, he goes, well, I don't know what to build. I said, now here's the best part is you take down all these Star Wars sets that you've, you've collected, you break them down, and you create something new. And I said, don't create an X-Wing or a Y-Wing. Create the the Rye Wing, you know? And he kind of looked at me like I was had three heads. I'm like, no, you're missing the point, buddy. <laughs> get, that, get in there. That, that, that's the trouble. That's kind of the trouble with the sets, though, because, I mean, I... I mean, I, I I love the new sets, but mm. there's so many like special pieces and, and stuff. And stuff, yeah. there's, there's so many different things. It's, you, you don't want to take it apart. A, yeah, you're afraid to take it apart, mix it up, because you'll never be able to build the set again because it'll take you forever to do it. Versus, you know, I when I when I first dug my, my old sets out a few years ago, I went and rebuilt a lot of the old sets. And it mm-hmm. wasn't that difficult. But with today's sets, I, I can't imagine going. I mean, like the castle, I don't, I, I will never take that thing apart probably because it's just so huge and massive. Right. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to put it because it's so large. You know, That's it's amazing. It's, you know, so it's the, you know, it's, it's it, the detail is, you know, these stained glass windows they have in there. This is all the different special pieces and all the, I mean, there's just. You have to build yeah. a Lego room. Yeah, I, I mean, but even then, I went. I mean, you don't just have to buy an extra set because you don't want to destroy the set you have. I mean, I right. got stuff looking at my desk right now. I mean, I got a, a DeLorean, I got a Ghostbusters car, I got the the Mystery Machine, the TARDIS, and stuff on my desk right now. But you know, what am I going to use those pieces? I, I don't want to take those apart and try to rebuild them later because I, I you know, or if I do, I have to keep the pieces separate. You know, in right in its own. Well, that's the I want to mix them together. That's yeah. the problem we were talking about is Riker so many years ago for Christmas got an ATAT mm-hmm. and he built it and it was on the um, DVD shelf in the living room. And that's where it was like, um, because we have a lot of Star Wars stuff out there. Well, one day it fell off the shelf. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh no is right. Well, <laughs> since it fell off the shelf, um, we put everything in a box to so like, well, we'll get back to it sometime. And that was like three, three some odd years ago. Well, they just finally found the bin that all those pieces are in. And on must've been Thursday when Riker was done with his remote learning, either Wednesday or Thursday, um, they, him and Nene started um, sorting the things out in there to make sure that, if it was a gray or a black piece, it stayed in that box. If it was other something else, it got put off to the side in order for him to start to rebuild it. And mm-hmm. right now he's got, I think, two of the legs redone. Because some mm-hmm. of it, I think, was still intact. 
But um, yeah, he's running out of room now in his room for those big sets. And it doesn't help that my mother-in-law is encouraging it. (laughs) She brought him two Lego sets on Friday or whatever that he built as soon as he got home from school. And, or no, Thursday, because one of them became mine. Obi-Wan's hut became mine because he already had one. And then mm-hmm. he had the battle at, uh, Musta- was it Mustafar? Mustafar. Um, got that. And now he said, since he's on vacation this week, we have to go to the Lego store in order to keep his mind off the coronavirus. Because oh, so, <laughs> that's only slightly was- manipulative. Nice. <laughs> Hey, I think I, this was part of Lego's plan, though, was to create things that people could collect, assemble, put together, and not ever take apart. Mm-hmm. And if they wanted to build something else, then you had to buy a whole new set. Because that right there, I mean, you buy one set, it's like my bathroom. I have dozens of Legos in there because they're all Star Wars. Never noticed. I, and I'll never take them <laughs> I'll never take them apart. But we have bins of regular Legos that Charlie plays with. And, you know, we just buy the plain sets that are just the random, you know, the box of 200 to Mm -hmm. be creative and imaginative with. But the ones that are specific, like my daughter had the Lego friends, the cruise ship and some dolphin thing and a horse barn or whatever. You can't take those apart because then it won't be what you want to play with. I, I just looked on Amazon because I thought I remembered there being a Batcave. And there is a, a Batcave, Lego Superheroes Batman classic TV series Batcave based on the 60s TV show. Mm-hmm. It's $330. Wow. Is that normal? Well, as yeah. soon as Lego stop building them, stop selling them, the, the prices jump. So people so people tend to buy, to buy extras of the sets and then they wait for them to... Uh, the Lego to, to discontinue them, and then the, the the prices jump. So yeah, that's normal. Yeah, well, because last week Riker had gotten the Boba Fett helmet, um, and he built that, and then my mother in law is like, "Okay, do you want the Stormtrooper helmet?" So she ordered, she um had me order it on Amazon, and he goes, "I want the Death Star." And she's like, okay. I'm like, no, 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 not okay. <laughs> and she's like, but it's $50. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, honey, no. So there's like, there's I- different Death Stars, Tanya. There's different ones. There is a $50 one. Yeah, but this is the $50. This looks like the 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 6,000 piece whatever oh. that's normally $500, but it's on eLord our doctor whatever.com one one of the chinese sites right i said i said Riker. i said this is where mommy tried to get the millennium falcon that was 800 dollars for 129 and he goes yeah you got that little teeny tiny military truck i said yes that's what it was but yvonne's like but i typed in lego store east humal and this is what came up i'm like yeah but that doesn't say lego store on it Mm -hmm. and i'm like I go, if you want that Death Star, which is the same thing that I saw the same picture on 20 different things. I'm like, that's anywhere from $499 to $1,000 because it's discontinued. Mm-hmm. And Riker's like, oh, I said, yeah. Oh, and one, you have no place to put it. It's just like us in regards to the Millennium Falcon. We yeah. have to take down everything on our plant shelf and put it there and then put plexiglass around it so no one can touch it. It's and the coffee drop on it. It's and a new tiny. coffee table. Yep. 
Tanya, you you brought up something really interesting though. Between social media and the Chinese bootleg sites, mm. are oh. can be trouble if you don't do your investigation. Because right. I saw something. Speaking of toys that made us, there hasn't been an episode about it yet. But growing up, I remember my. Do, do you guys know who Ms. Beasley is or Miss Beasley? It, was, it rings a bell, but I can't. It was it. it was a doll from a sitcom called Family Affair. There was a character named Buffy, what the little girl, and she had a Miss Beasley doll. Oh yes, and they they were amazingly popular. And my sister had one at the at one time. And a couple weeks ago, I saw on Facebook, no, uh, mm-hmm. whatever company was classic Miss Beasley doll. Oh, I I should get this for Barb for Christmas. You know, like even if I get it now, and it said like thirty five dollars. So I clicked the link and I could tell it took me to like a bootleg site. Mm -hmm. So I did a Google on the actual Miss Beasley reproduction by whoever did it, Mattel or whatever. And it it was like $130. Yeah. So uh, no, I'm not going to fall for the $25 Miss Beasley Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I don't think it's right. Mm -hmm. But those those bootleg sites are, are trouble. And I'm glad you caught the, yeah. uh, the fake Lego one, even though I think you did get scammed once. Right. Oh, but I did get that money back. Oh, good. I did get that one back in regards to that little teeny tiny military <laughs> truck. That's not even like, it wasn't even Lego. It, it's not even like the, um, not I even can't a fake even remember Lego? what it was called. <laughs> it's not, it's not, uh, I can't remember, but they're like, you, you keep and give to friend. And like, just that's how it stunted. It was in the email. You keep and give to friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, um, we won't I'll keep charge it if I don't you, have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> and we won't charge you shipping to send it back. Like, like I would have had to pay shipping and customs to send it back. And I'm like, no. So I tried that the second time in regards to the, the wooden desk that a wooden folding laptop desk that my dad saw on Facebook that he wanted that I ordered Hmm. in it. Um, it was like 30 bucks or something. I didn't get my money back for that. That what came was a pink plastic injection molding tray with (laughs) fake, Mm -hmm. like creepy, crappy legs. So (laughs) My dad still has it. But, but and the like, episode has become the wish that made us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was, the wish that made so us like, angry. That's the thing is, like, yeah, you look at look at the toys that made us, and Billy's right. Like, you're like, oh, I'd like to get, like, Lego. Like, mm-hmm. to search certain things. And you're like, oh, yeah, whatever. That seems to be a really good deal. And they, and they show you that picture. And that picture's in your email. And everything's in there. And you think that that's what you're getting. And then something comes in the mail, and you're like, that's not what I ordered. If it's, it. if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Then it is. probably is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Toys that made us mad. Though, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let Ann in. It's okay. And sometimes you buy a real thing for real money, and what comes in the mail is not the same. I ordered my daughter a violin music stand at Christmas, okay? Mm-hmm. The picture, the dimensions, the weight, it had a weighted bottom. It had a nice heavy stand top. Like They told me that it's what they use for performances. I paid for it and waited for it to come. No big boxes came. No big boxes came. I'm like, okay, it'll come after Christmas. It's stuck because of the the postal service, whatever. No, it was in the mailbox. It was in the mailbox. A six-inch box. (laughs) It was a weighted 
paperweight. Wow. <laughs> it was $48. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. I sent it back. I sent it back. I got my money back and stuff. But I'm like... <laughs> Seriously? Six inches, six feet. I mean, does not people don't know the difference? Like, yeah. Anywhere well, you go, on pe- they're counting on people just uh, letting it go. Yeah. So there's yeah. a certain there's yeah. a certain percent of people that just let it go, and then you know, that's yeah. what they'll make. Well, it's like Amazon returns. So the, you know how many people return stuff in Amazon? It sits on pallets in warehouses. And you can buy that whole pallet for like $500 and no matter what's in it, you keep it. And you don't know what is going to be on that pallet. I think people just go through those pallets and sell stuff. It's yeah. like yeah. the storage locker wars or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I've seen a, I've seen about a, something about that. Yeah, people buying pallets, too. Yeah, yeah I like, have. Or mystery boxes on eBay or. We're buying up storage lock, you know, the storage, storage mm-hmm. things that people abandon. Yeah. Yeah. Or the unclaimed um, luggage. luggage. Oh, yeah. The luggage. I've heard about that. There's an unclaimed luggage store in uh, Atlanta. They open up everything and then you can go through and brand new clothes, brand new lots of stuff. It's crazy. Jeez. So, you know, it's just everywhere you go. So Legos, I don't know. can, Can Legos like go in with other pieces as well, though? Like. Wasn't there at one point another company that kind of made some there's, of the same ones? Yeah, there's other other building brick ones, and they do not work as well. Okay, I've gotten a couple of sets from them, and they're horrible. I, I don't like them. They're hard to put Which together. One? They're hard to. Um, I forget what's the name of the. the there's a couple, one or two other places that that make a lot. I you know they get they get a lot of the, uh, the, the 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 brands there. The you know the the properties, and they build sets for them, but. They're not very good sets. The pieces don't work very well. And I, I won't I won't buy any building bricks that aren't Legos because the other ones are just junk. Oh, like the Halo, it's con- um mega constructs or Yeah, yeah, the mega blocks, whatever. Mega, yeah. So um uh, because I just typed in Halo because I know Halo was one that um mm-hmm. does something that yeah. that's they different. Get, they get the cool properties or you know, but the the bricks just don't work. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it may, it's however Lego makes them, they 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 do it well. You know, so mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. But you know, we my husband we started watching the toys that make us because of GI Joe. I know, shocking. Um, I know he's got the the room of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember watching him watch that episode. And the sheer joy on his face. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that whole show does. Like even when I was watching the Barbie episode or um, the Star Wars episode, that <laughs> just, it cracked me up because I remember having some of those toys, but a very young age. And I think this show just goes on that nostalgia feel that we all miss from getting oh, that new toy. Yeah. And you're, you're right because I know my my friend Polly is a huge fan of wrestling and had those wrestling toys and played with them, the figures and all that stuff. So the first thing I did after watching was message him, Paulie, you got to watch this. You'll love it. And, mm-hmm. and, and he, was, he was really excited last night to, to watch. I go, it's funny and it's really interesting. There's a little history of wrestling and then all the toys that you grew up playing with. And, and I could just tell from his return messages that he was excited to, to watch this. With and I think toys. that's, I think that's the best part about the show is the fact that 
there there's 12, 12 of them now. And so there's 12 major topics covered and they do such a great job of bringing you back to when you first found this particular toy and the feeling that you had and kind of like letting you just kind of soak in that whole nostalgia factor uh, and, and enjoy that moment, you know, like Star Wars toy, Star Trek, Lego, the, you know, wrestling, the whole works. I mean, you know, the, when I finished watching the Lego episode, I'm like, I wonder when they're going to do something about the Voltron toys. Cause that would have been awesome. Oh. You know? So it's, it's just like, there, there's this kind of this moment where you feel it, you know, and that, and that's usually, you know, pretty good documentary when they get you to feel it. That's, that's yes. the problem with that. Oh, I'm reliving my childhood. I'm on uh, Google and I'm looking at the Barbie dream house from the 1980s <laughs> that I had the, the A-frame house that was like red and yellow. And then mm -hmm. there's a little diorama here with, um, I just lost it, um, with uh, with Barbie and the, the pink Corvette in the pool. And like, oh, I had that because <laughs> the one room in my parents' house, like, I was an only child, so therefore upstairs was my bedroom, and then there was two other rooms, and uh -huh. one was my was a toy room, and so I had my my old Barbie, um, uh, like the whole room was like Barbie's land type thing. It was like the house in one corner, in the beauty salon in another area, and the pool, and and the <laughs> RV, and the car, and oh, and. For the longest time, my parents had them, and then I'm like, just get rid of them, just sell them, or just whatever. Oh. And it was like in my early college years, and now I'm going. Oh, we yeah. used to go to the neighbor, so it was our house, then the next house over, and the next house over, and then the one house across the street. We were all within like a year or two of each other, all the boys, all the girls, mm -hmm. and we went into the attic of Amber and Jesse's house. I remember that we all would bring our Barbies. And us girls would be on one side with our Barbies and even like the drawing, we would draw Barbies outfits. We would design clothes for them. And the boys would be on the other side with the WrestleMania, um, the ring. And you would see them like flinging Hulk Hogan and um, then them just <laughs> fleeing. And then you never knew what was going to happen because there was no Elizabeth Dow. So Macho Man Randy Savage had to get married to Barbie. Yeah. And it all just ended up being one giant Everybody playing and getting along for four hours with yeah. Barbies and wrestling. And yes, G.I. Joe was thrown in there on occasion because, you know, but that's what toys were in those days. It wasn't you use it for this way and this way only. It was you used your imagination and you played with everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would, that's what it was back in the day. And, you know, we can we can shake our fists at these kids, you know, because of virtual worlds, you know, computer gaming and whatnot. But, you know, the, the, the point still stands. Which one's better? Which one's not? It doesn't matter. When we were kids, this was the way it went. You know, oh, you brought your Barbies. You brought your G.I. Joes. You brought your Legos. You brought your, you know, your Star Wars figures. You brought your X. And then you, you brought your X-Wing. And then the X-Wing was dive bombing Lego bases that were being guarded by G.I. <laughs> Joes. And it was all yeah. being run by President Barbie over in the, you know, <laughs> over in the treehouse. You best. know, it did. It, it, it made it work. And mm -hmm. it, it was always natural fit for us. So who's coming and, over to play? Yeah, <laughs> and, you and didn't have to. With our, and we played with our toys. We didn't just display sense. them. Yeah, you yeah. didn't have to use Facebook yeah. check-ins to figure out where everybody was. You just looked where the stack of bikes were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're over at the Campbell House. Okay. <laughs> we were never allowed to leave more than three houses in either direction. Wow. Because I lived right behind Kodak Park, and three houses either direction. 
were fences. So all six, well, it was seven houses total were all shared one giant backyard. Wow. Oh, nice. So you're not allowed to leave the backyard. You're not allowed to cross the street and you can't leave three houses on either side. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we had the most adventures. Like the, the I'm probably going to say there's probably still Barbies in the tree house in the way backyard. <laughs> <laughs> where would you, where did you live? Where was this? A Goodwill Street. Where's Goodwill Street? You know where the California Brew His house is? Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Straight down. We're right behind the research labs of Kodak Park. Well, me, me and Chris are both within walking distance. We'll yep. be over to play soon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> she doesn't live I there used, now. I don't live there, yeah. But we, I used to walk right past oh. Billy Street. I worked at that Burger King on Westridge Road from the time okay. I was like 15 until I was almost 19. <laughs> which is no longer there. I think it's a car dealership now. Yeah. Yeah. Most oh, of Goodwill right. Street's been redeveloped too. Um, no, closer well, to where Anne is now. So yeah. <laughs> now, assuming. Yeah, go, oh, I'm sorry, Anne. No, no, it's okay. If you go past Eastman, there was mm-hmm. all the houses, and most people didn't realize this, but Goodwill Street and Merrill that both ran, um, and it was the whole border of Kodak's parking lot. Mm-hmm. Were all owned. The houses were owned by Kodak, and Kodak employees rented them at as a discount. Oh, nice. I remember Merrill Street. My first girlfriend lived on Merrill Street. Yeah, we were there. We we were there. I mean, I didn't know Debbie Gibson was in Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> Not virtual fantasy girlfriend. That was his second girlfriend. <laughs> then that's with like the love. Oh, uh, that's his first Gibson girlfriend for Debbie Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. It kind of worked out that way. Like, timing wise, it probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my lord! Now I, I think there's going to be a season four. What toys do you think? What what did you guys play with that hasn't already been represented in the first three seasons? Oh man, fake matchbox makeup. cars. Fake That's makeup. a good one. I say yeah, because yeah, though I I spent so much time with matchbox and Hot Wheels cars. Yeah. I, I made up, you know, I I couldn't afford those fancy playstations, or so I made up stuff. I had this like styrofoam that I would carve out like tracks from styrofoam and make the parking garages and stuff like that. And those mm-hmm. are great. My, my Legos. We used to because we have you know the the hills in our yards because because Maplewood is on kind of on a downhill from a south to north kind of a kind of a structure, and so if you were on the south side of the street, your backyards were flat but your front yards had hills down to the street. And then if you were on the north side of the street, you were flat in the north and the front, and then you would go, you know, and you're, you would be on this downhill run all the way from hell, from like Burr and Lakeview all the way down to, you know, McGee even. Uh, so there's blocks worth of just downhill run. So we used to get insane and we would bring all of our matchbox tracks together. And there was like six guys living on on my block of Alameda alone. You know, Rand, uh, Randy Oleski, Sean Campbell, you know, Dyer Jeffery, the the guys. We were and we would get together with all of our Matchbox tracks, and we'd usually start in Sean Campbell's garage because his dad was an ultimate car nut, so he was always working on the car. So we would start playing with our cars there, and and then we would just string the track down Sean's driveway, across the street, across the the Coss's front yard, and they were always very you know, tolerant of us because these were just, it was a great family of the costas. They were like, you know, the, the, the cool uncles and aunts to everybody. And we'd go across their yard. We'd go down their backyard and then we would get a touch of, um, Oh, what was it? The Schlex? Yeah. On, on Albemarle, the next street. We, one time we had this thing going across almost two full streets 
And then we would run the car and we would all be chasing it like madmen going straight down these yards, just trying to catch up to the cars that were flying along. <laughs> and, and we consider that like world record level stuff. I mean, that was, that was, that was our entire summer. I mean, we were Phineas and Ferb all over the place on that one. Um, so there's my, that's, that's a great memory. Thank you for helping me evoke that one. <laughs> okay. So matchbox cars would be one of them. Yeah. That was, that was the topic of the question. <laughs> I mean, yeah. anecdote city. Oh, no, that's good. I, that's, I have a couple, uh, but man, what else did we'd I have? With we, we'd have to go this with was, cabbage. This patch was in my years. BD oh, cabbage patch dolls. Cabbage patch would be a great one. Cabbage patch. Uh, oh, God. My first one was a fake one. <laughs> I would say I got my first cabbage patch doll. I think I was like, it was like 1994. Lincoln logs. Uh, See, Lincoln logs is good. I once again was an adult with a Cabbage Patch doll because my parents got me a New York Mets Cabbage Patch doll. Came, uh, came with the uh, in the uniform and the cap, and and it's funny because on the birth certificate for my Cabbage Patch doll, its name was Tyler James. Nice. <laughs> but I got my first one, my first real one, at my ninth birthday party at United Skates of America Ooh. from Ooh. from the Skatosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and her name was Helma Mayonnaise. Not even kidding. <laughs> That's amazing. That's funny. That's amazing. That's funny as hell. That just totally said I was an 80s baby, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did. Yeah. But we love you anyway, so all's good. Um, now, did anybody else play with Light Bright? Yeah. Yes, I that, still oh, have yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I had one. We now, have two of them here. The portable one and the cube. The cube. Pixel art, man. I'm Cubes. It's four sided, so that four different people could play at once. Wow! But once and you actually, know- they they have like little um, trays attached to them to keep your pegs in, which was brilliant. Because how many pegs did we all lose as kids? That's what I was. Yeah. Do- whose idea was it? Let's give little kids hundreds of pegs that they can put in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! In the dark pegs, or you know. Translucent. Well, at least you know when they came out. Yeah. Well, going back to like just like the dolls and like the the fashion dolls and the Barbie dolls type thing, I had um the Donnie and Marie dolls with so Donnie Osmond and Marie Osmond and their um little like um sound stage or whatever when the Donnie and Marie show first came out. Mm-hmm. And, I had, and I had a record that would play whatever um. I'm going to guess a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Probably. And I, I just remember being in the house in uh, Lakeville, having it and for, getting it for Christmas or whatever. And it was like just awesome. So I remember the, the Donnie and Marie dolls. That's cool. See, I was going to mention Monopoly, but there's a really good Monopoly documentary already. It's, I think it's on Amazon it's called Under, <laughs> Under the Boardwalk. Oh, cool. Oh, I know that. Down that's by the sea, under the boardwalk. <laughs> no, and it follows like the history of Monopoly. No, I love that song, and uh, the Monopoly championships and all the people that I think like play for real money. How long does a Monopoly championship take? Seriously, is that like a a six month event? That's a good question. Because one know. game is like eight to twelve hours, and if I you have to go game. through like layers and layers and layers of you know winners, looters, I mean, it's got to be six months. I don't year. know if you're really good at it. Does it make it faster or slower? 
I don't know, but Jess and Riker were playing Monopoly yesterday in my house. So Mm -hmm. I just said to Jessica, I love you, because she was playing board games with Riker. And Anne's like, that's okay. She loves board games, and she doesn't get a chance to play very much. I said, Riker, too. I'm like, it depends on what it is. The only child thing is really a bummer for her. So I wouldn't know anything about that at all. How about you, Tanya? No. Well, see, the thing is, my parents would play board games, like, growing Mm -hmm. up. I remember playing the game of life um and like we played a lot of cards growing up yeah um so a lot of uh gin and crazy eights and uno and then um, my cousins taught me how to play euchre and then i could play euchre with my parents and things like that mm-hmm. and another one that we play is scat which is 31 and that gets kind of cutthroat in my family we'll play <laughs> games with her but she doesn't like it when she loses because she, she wants not. to play she wants to play scrabble all the time and she really needs to play more Scrabble because have you seen kids' spelling skills these days? But uh, <laughs> Oh, have her play Scrabble against Randy. Randy will end up landing on the triple letter, triple word, using the Z and the Q and the K. Oh, that's just so funny. <laughs> As he comes to the Because <laughs> <that's... laughs> he knows it's true. So we do play games with her, but I think she misses when like having other kids to play with all the time. And you know, most of you guys know I live in the middle of nowhere. We don't have a lot of neighbors. She doesn't mm-hmm. have a single mm-hmm. neighbor that can come over and play a game with her. I, I can relate to that growing up. <laughs> yeah. And, and me too. No I mean, I, I grew up on 5 and 20 in Lima. It's like on a little side road. Um, only child. No neighbors whatsoever that had any kids. And I had to wait. Near, 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 near. and somehow she survived to this day so yeah he's an ass um but yeah cousins and things like that was like the closest (laughs) thing i had he's such an ass go away um and and now he made me lose my train of thought chris i'm so sorry for every time i've done that to you thank you (laughs) (laughs) i accept your apology so, um, like, Jess was so happy a couple weeks ago when all when a couple that when Abby and Ariana were there, and then all of a sudden I get the phone call from her. Can you come over and play a game? And I'm like, sure. I'm like, I'll come over for a little while. I'm like, I have to be home by eight or whatever because I was gaming. And then I walked in, and no, 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 that was just wrong. Monopoly. <laughs> that was not Monopoly. It was Cards Against Humanity with teenagers. It was really wrong. Oh wow. Yes. And the girls, oh my god. They're horrible. They were horrible, but yeah. See, I was in heaven when Trivial Pursuit came out because something finally <laughs> a game yeah. finally came out that I was good at, like instinctually. Oh, when we have um Star Wars Trivial Pursuit here mm-hmm. in the house and when we do play with friends or whatever and we're playing with Randy, in order to get a piece of the pie, Randy's gotta answer three questions to our every one. Wow. I'm not even allowed at the table anymore. <laughs> when they break out trivial pursuit, it's either everybody versus dad or dad's just not allowed to be at the table. Well, yeah, because it's... you and Randy are fountains of useless knowledge. Yeah, yes, that's we right. are. It always wound up teams against me too. Maybe we should all play Trivial Pursuit sometime. I mean, I love Trivial Pursuit, but I'm just like, oh, I just don't. I'm not good at remembering stuff. So we'll play the Six Degrees of Mark Shepard version. No, that's 
that's the win right there, dude. That's it. That's you the. Know that's I the whole. That. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back. Uh, okay. So, what else do we want to see them do? Um, board games. Do, do, do they do a board games thing? Because um, we're just talking about. I mean, look at the, the entire conversation we just did about um, you know Trivial Pursuit, Monopoly, Life, stuff like that. Mouse. I, I want to know whose idea it came up with Mousetrap. Because it never worked. You put the whole thing together and like three moves in and stop working. You had to prompt it again. Amazing. Or Or maybe like like Thomas the Train. Like trains. Ooh, tra- yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah model be, train, H O model trains would be a big one. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about my train. I, I used to love my trains. Absolutely. Um, I know people who. St- I remember. Do you guys remember the uh, the radio personality Tom George? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Newham. He has this massive, elaborate train set in his basement. And when I first came up the ranks as a code enforcement officer in the city, I had the upper nineteenth ward, so I was actually inspecting the house next to his, and being an invested neighbor. He saw me, you know, he came out, he asked, you know, what you up to? And I told him and he goes, and I said, you're, you're Tom George. He goes, yes, I am. And we chatted for a little bit. I introduced myself and, and he, and he's, cause he, he's retired now at this point. And of course, what's the first thing he's going to do? Have you heard about my train set? Yes, I have Tom. And <laughs> he invited me in to show it to me. And I spent about a half an hour just chewing the fat with him about, you know, Rochester history that he'd laced into the whole, you know, awesome. the whole scenery. And he pointed over to this one radio tower. He goes, tell me if you recognize that. And I said, oh, WBBF. Yeah, that was that was the AM channel. You started on WBBF, mm-hmm. didn't you? And he looks at me for a second. He goes, okay, you're a freak. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes, you're the right kid. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> but yeah, that was, yeah. that was not creepy at all either. It was so yeah. cool just to, you know, have this guy invite me in and show me the, this, this hobby that he's enjoyed all of his life. That's so, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so a, a, would be a thing. he was a great radio personality. He was a great person. Yeah. I just love listening to him. He's still with us, isn't he? He hasn't passed away. No, I think he's oh, still he's around on the radio. Not yeah. on the radio though, but yeah. No, he's not on the radio though anymore. But, yeah. I know he was getting up there in years, though, but that's a thing. Anyway, so we're going to take – we want to hear from you, listener. Yes, I'm pointing at you, even though you can't see it. Um, you tell us what toys you remember growing up because we cover a lot of different generations. There's people who listen to us that are older than we are and and obviously much younger as well. So I want to hear the ones that you uh, were important to you and your, your take on the things we've talked about today. Um, but while we do that, we're going to jump to a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll wrap things up and – our question of the week. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dudes and dudettes. Um, that was fun. As a matter of fact, I got two boxes of Legos sitting on my shelf behind me that I have not built yet. And uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. I don't care. I'm 50 years old and the, the box says age group nine to nine, eight to 99. And I'm planning on milking that for as long as I possibly can. I, I, I don't think I can keep a box. I don't think I can keep a box on my shelf unbuilt. I don't know. That's, that's pretty, that's is, willpower. Is one of them uh, Avengers? Yeah, yes. One of them is Avengers and one of them is, is Lego creator. So. Mm because I can. Um, it's it's just weird because, you know, when you're a kid, you can dive right into things, but when you're an adult, you know, chores, job, 
responsibilities. Yeah, I, used, I, I used my I used my uh, off for cancer, recovering from cancer, to build to build my set. So I guess that's a... see. Yeah, I'm 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 not <laughs> recovering from major surgery at the moment, so I can't hide behind that. I'd like to, but it, you know they'd know yeah. they wouldn't buy it. No, you don't so, want to go through that. No, you don't want to. No, and I really not. In, yeah, surgery. I'm with you on that yeah. one. And I just, just sent you guys the picture of the the Lego creator monkey. Mm -hmm. that we have had in the basement probably for what four years five years yep. whatever and Riker, monkey. Riker finally took it upstairs one day and uh built the monkey and brought it back down and put, <laughs> put it on top of my desk so there's something okay. very therapeutic about sorting through finding the piece and clicking it into place just you know mm -hmm. that whole rhythm there anyway ah! so i'm going to pick a question of the week today i'm going to pick questions 287 287. The Force inspired me. Okay. What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? Hmm. A politician with common sense. Hey! <laughs> Why are well, you pretty mythical? Yeah. We're not Why? back yet, are we? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're back. back. Oh, did we come back? Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't realize that we said we came back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Somebody just not paying attention at all. You've been back for two minutes. Yeah. And it wasn't me for a change of pace. <laughs> I thought we were just still talking, but I'm like, okay. Don't Never worry, mind. Tanya. Dan edited out all your racist comments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, geez. oh geez. Don't do that. that to us. Don't, don't do that. Tanya is like the most easygoing person ever. I She's know, like the most, oh my God. I should have said something different, like sexual <laughs> linear. Innuendos, or there you go. That, that there you go. And ants dropped again in into the gray because she can hear Chris, but she can't hear me. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh oh. So mythological creature. What? What mythological creature? Mythical? What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? Phoenix. Mm. That was mm. my first. My first well, thought was my... a dragon. That would be awesome too. Unicorns. Yeah, Unicorns. that was my other one. Yeah. yeah. I can't hear Anne, but if she says something. Yeah, I can't hear Anne either. I can't, I, I can't hear there anybody. Ah, there, there she is. is. Oh, there's I was Anne. being quiet. I'm I sorry. Her, but... um, hmm. I, I want to say. <laughs> They're magically delicious. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's Lucky Charms. <laughs> you don't want to eat the leprechaun. No, don't eat the leprechaun. They taste funny. It's... <laughs> we'll edit that out, too. <laughs> yeah. Unicorns. Let's see. Are they lucky? What, what, what does a unicorn do? Are they lucky or? Well, they, they get you to the, the pot horn. of gold. Imagine all the, the, the no, greedy people trying unicorn. to check them out. Unicorn. Unicorn. I just saw a picture of a unicorn on my Kindle. So. Like, well, actually, their uh, horns have like magical powers Heal and things Healing like powers for the horns. Healing powers, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Represents innocence. They're just cute and they can gouge your eye out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> a centaur? Centaur? That'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah. I don't know. They they get they have kind of attitudes though, so I don't know. Mm. They're they're very would they improve it or they make it more stuffy? Let's see, I've seen both good and bad mermaids. Yeah. Mermaids. Well it, it it make people more interested in the sea. <laughs> yeah. Maybe fairies are generally good, right? Fairies, yeah. Well, Mischievous at worst, usually. Sprite, pixies. I think it's a type of Tinkerbell. Fairy. 
Oh, there you go. Ooh, don't mm-hmm. piss her off. Which one? Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. She's oh, short yeah. and feisty. Yes. <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that no. short. Oh, sweet Jesus. Or were you referring to your daughter? Mythical creature. No. Jesus. Oh, sorry. Somebody else. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, I, have we covered most hmm. mythological or mythical creatures? The, the ones that we would want to hang out with, because I don't think we would want to deal with cyclopses and giants and, you know. Yeah, or, or, yeah the Greek gods oh, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Goblin. All right, that's cool. So we want to hear what other mythological creatures you might come up with. Uh, so I think Phoenix is the best one, though, Chris. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's my personal favorite. That would be good. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Something inspiring. I like. I appreciate. That sounds like a wrap. Is this a good wrap? This is a good place yeah. to wrap. You did good. Yeah. Hey, Dan. Hey, Chris. <laughs> hey, Dan. Hey, Chris. Hit it. Because this has been FC3's Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con coming at you in September of 2021 at the Total Sports Experience in Gates. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Linktree, follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. You guys have a great week, have a safe week, and we will talk to you again next week. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs>